One of the things that happened over the weekend were, of course, the Canada Day celebrations and fireworks. I don't know about you, but anybody that I know that owns a dog has to deal with um, the the terror that ensues when the fireworks begin. It's a lot of fun for some people, but if you're wearing a fursuit and you've got four legs, it can be traumatic. We're joined by a Randy Marshall, who's a friend of the show and a local vet. Randy, why do some dogs react negatively to fireworks and thunderstorms and others don't? Well, dogs have a, a much wider range of frequency when it comes to hearing. They can hear more lows and, and many more highs. So thunder, not only is it a very low sound, but they actually feel it too. And that's triggers some primal instincts in these guys. They kind of, it's a fear flight response and it's universal. You'd be, it's one of the most common things we deal with in the veterinary world. Yeah. I found that my dog, I mean, how he reacts when there's fireworks and and this whole weekend, people light him off throughout the weekend. There was uh, panting, there was shaking at one point, um, you know, like they don't even really want to be with you, but they don't want to be too far away from you. He was going into corners and just cowering in corners and there was nothing I could really do. What do you do in those situations? No, that's, that's a, a really difficult question for for the clients because they, the thunderstorms come on very quickly or fireworks for that matter, which is what really triggers a, a more high decibel. It, it almost to their core triggers it and they don't know what to do. They don't understand the noise. They don't understand where it's coming from. They can't see it. They feel it. They hear it. Um, and it usually is 15, 20 minutes. And so there's all kinds of sedative you can use serotonin, which is mood enhancing medications, but the truth is it comes and goes so fast. And we as people, we know when they're coming, the dogs don't. So before it's come and gone, the dog doesn't have any idea what to do. And it actually leaves a very strong, very negative lasting message in a dog that they carry for life. And it's, it's, it's a big problem for sure. Yeah, so what can you do about this problem? Uh, you know, specifically, I want to talk to you about fireworks because it was more immediate, but thunderstorms are a problem as well. If you've got a dog that's nervous around fireworks, they're probably nervous when a, a thunderstorm rolls in. I have heard about those thunder blankets. Do they do anything? I mean, would they even work with a, a night where you're lighting off fireworks? Yeah, so these thunder blankets are uh, relatively new, and some clients, I've never heard any real raving positives when then use them. But I have heard that sometimes there's some passive response. I personally don't strongly recommend, I don't not recommend them, but I don't, uh, with a lot of hoopla, say they're going to be the answer because they truly aren't. Um, what you can do, and if you know fireworks are coming, the only sensible thing you can do is take your dog away from the fireworks in a room, close the doors, turn on the radio a little, maybe, maybe a little louder, make mm-hmm. sure they try not to experience the sound. If you know thunders is more common, this is something that comes, you know, 15, 20 times over the summertime. And they truly, you can give mood enhancing trazodones, a medication we use to try to make their moods more stable, uh, sedatives, short term sedatives we've used. The problem is they happen so fast, they mm-hmm. go so fast. There's really no, at this date, really effective medication. If you and I could solve this problem, we could buy a nice yacht. I'm telling you. Why are there some dogs that don't react till later in life? Like this Border Collie I have now, it re- reacted right away. The last Border Collie, I, uh, it, it didn't get freaked out by thunderstorms till she was at least seven or eight. Yeah, that's, that's a really good question, too. So what happens when, you, when people are young, when pets are young, 
they're they're like filling their brain full of information, and it, a lot of things just don't bother them. When they get older, their the sense of hearing starts to diminish. It starts to get a little cloudy, and they rely more as their sight maybe diminishes. They rely more on their hearing. Sight is not first in line with dogs. It's third behind smell and hearing. So when you're, they're hearing it, they rely on it, and the sound is offensive, scary. They want to run. They want it. They just really literally don't know how to get away from it because they can't see it. They don't know where it's coming from. When you say that it could have lasting effects on your dog, you know, if they're already freaked out by fireworks or uh, by thunderstorms, what do you mean by that? What kind of effects? Well, they, they, I, uh, the number of clients I have that are asking for long-term relief, it is a really serious problem where the, the pet is so anxious, they are literally develop behavioral modification issues where they can't deal with it. They rip um, furniture. They... Mm. They, 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 I've truly never had a dog pass away, but it's possible because their heart rate goes up, blood pressure goes up. They're frantic. They really are in big trouble, temporarily for sure. And they never forget this. And then when the, a dog's protective mechanism is that they hear a sound, they don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to deal with it. And it comes again in the future. It compounds. It's aggregative. They, they literally get worse over time. So what about cannabis or CBD? Well... That is a really good question. We are studying this more and more in our field, and there's two components to cannabis, really. We know that there's possibly a really effective, um, positive uh, remedy with cannabis, and I think in the future you're going to hear some more definitive answers on that when we've studied it a little bit more. Usage in dogs is not studied, of course, as much as, as in people. Yeah. Um, I hear that actually you guys aren't allowed to prescribe CBD at all as yeah. vets right now, and that they're working to change that. That was overlooked when we brought in the legislation of uh, for medicinal and uh, recreational marijuana. Yeah, and so the only way you get it, the, the ability to prescribe it is to study it, make sure it's safe. There are very stringent rules in dogs and cats, too, in the pet industry, too, so we can't just wing it and try medications. We want to make sure they're tested, and then they're approved, and then we can prescribe them. It's coming like a freight train. I am absolutely positive there'll be some very selective, very positive cannabis use in the future. Listen, if this would help my dog not be so completely stressed out and beside himself any time that a firework celebration happens or a thunderstorm, I'd be I'd be all in because there is nothing um, more upsetting than watching, you know, your little pet shake and, you know, try and get away and you're trying to calm them down and you can pet them all you want and tell them all you want, but the, it doesn't seem to uh, do anything. No, Kelly, and, and I... Of all the things dogs and cats can get themselves involved with, positive or negative, I don't think there's another more frustrating component or condition in the veterinary profession than trying to help dogs with these type of anxiety issues because it's truly anxiety, panic, and then almost paranoia. That's what happens in these guys. And so, and it's really a short term. Fireworks are short term, like I said. Same with. Uh, thunderstorms, and you just can't medicate them soon enough to have effect. You can't give any medication unless it's IV where there's effects in a few minutes. You know, it takes 10 minutes to, to an hour for the sedative to work. The fireworks are gone, the thunderstorms are gone, and you have a sedated dog. So cats handle it a lot better than dogs for some reason. That's just species-related. But dogs feel it. They want to run. They don't know where to go because they don't know where, what they're running from. It's different if there's a, a prowler or there's someone who's 
a mm-hmm. visual for them they can focus on and deal with it. But when there's thunder or fireworks, they just don't. They just don't know what to do. So at the end of the day, the thing that you have to do is try and make your pet as as comfortable as possible. Get them away from the sound. If you can, get them into a basement, uh, get some music playing. And if at all possible, get them into an area where the fireworks won't be heard. But they will, their hearing is better than ours, so they're going to hear something, I guess. They will hear the lows a lot better than you and I. They will feel them. That's more of the problem. They will actually feel, as you and I can feel our chest sometimes rumble with thunder, Mm -hmm. vibrate. They can, too. So not only is the hearing, they have hearing with an actual tactile coupled to the same uh, input of sensory, and they just don't know. It's a, it's a serious problem. We have tried multiple different medications, sedatives, serotonin, which are mood-enhancing medications that try to make them handle this better. Nothing I would ever say very effectively. But when it does happen to your animal, for the people out there with their pets, mm-hmm. Try to take them to a room where it's very quiet um, and just put any visual, I don't care if it's the TV would be the most effective, turn it up, comfort them, and that positive at least should outride the negative until it's gone. Cannabis may be an answer in the future. I could just see the owners and the pets taking a cannabis cookie and enjoying some peace and quiet. (laughs) Yeah, hey, listen, it gives a whole new meaning to, hey, would you like a cookie? (laughs) Thank you, Kelly. Have a great day.